We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. We hold these truths to be self-evident. If our enemies dare to strike us, they and all who have aided them will face fearful consequences. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. The eyes of the world are upon you. You will bring about the destruction of the German war machine. And the people who knocked these buildings down will hear all of us soon. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Welcome over here to Speak the Truth, episode six. This is September 3rd, 2021. I'm going to tell you guys, I want to say thank you so much to all you guys who have been listening to this either on Apple, Spotify, and or Google. It doesn't really matter. Thank you so much. We've actually done some stuff I would have never, ever, ever anticipated. We are sitting number three on the charts right now on Apple for politics. Like right now we're sitting number three in the world on the political chart on Apple for for podcast that is wild to me and uh over on spotify we're sending 21st in the world on all podcasts they don't have it broken down in the categories like apple does so i just went and said you know what let's check maybe we're in the top couple hundred or 500 i didn't really anticipate it to be 21st in the world on all spotify podcasts to me that is absolutely crazy i don't think we're going to stay there i just think it's because it's the launch of this but i would like to say thank you so much because that's pretty that's pretty impressive we, we made it in the top 25 on both apple and spotify in the first week. And to me, that's, that's pretty, I love it. That's pretty awesome. Right now we're sitting in 32nd in Apple. We were sitting in 24th, I think this time yesterday. I, I would assume we're going to drop off just a little bit because that's just the way it goes. I do want to say thank you so much to every single person who has listened to this. And next week we should have all the YouTube videos up and ready to go. Uh, they're not going to be back backlog stuff. It'll just be new stuff. And that should be prepped and ready. Hopefully all this stuff will be in by this Sunday and I'll have everything rolling out for you guys to have a more visual aesthetic podcast if you guys want to watch it like that. But, you know, we're going to roll into, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in America right now outside of um, the Taliban stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a couple in California. This is something that you knew was going to happen. Whenever the government's going to give money away, you're going to have people that are going to try to take advantage of it. And there was a LA couple, they were convicted of a $21 million fraud, a COVID-19 relief fraud. And there was also four other people that were with them that, that pleaded guilty as well for various charges in connection with the fraud scheme. I would assume it's the ones that they're working with to get the money. I haven't read too far into it, but I'm going to tell you guys right now, Richard Avizian, I mean, I can't, I can't say his name. I'm going to be honest with you. A-Y-V-A-Z-Y-A-N. I don't, they look like he just smashed a keyboard on the ground. And Marietta Terabillion, 37 year old lady. She would, they were both found guilty in a $21 million bank and SBA fraud and are set to be sentenced. This is from the FBI. They had they had ankle bracelets on and they cut them off. And now they're literally on the run right now. Um, there was their, their, their brother and a Glendale man were both charged at the same, same time. I mean, this is, this is, this is something that you shouldn't be too shocked is happening. 
uh, one, like I said, if you guys give money away, someone's going to find a way to, to, to do something bad with it, to make a scheme out of it. What they were doing, they were using fake, uh, and or stolen identities to apply for loans guaranteed by small business administration. So those SBA loans they're giving out to help, uh, small businesses get through the pandemic. They were literally making fake identities and just getting free money. Then they were using it for down payments on luxury homes in Southern California and to buy gold coins, diamond jewelry, luxury watches, and fine imported furnishing, designer handbags, clothing. And he even bought a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Talk about an absolute idiot. So you're going to take a loan for an SBA and then you're going to buy a Harley Davidson. You don't think that the, the federal government is going to come back and try to figure out what you're doing with this money? Oh God, you can't fix stupid. You cannot fix stupid. But I will say, hey, you you know what's kind of crazy? My my number one city on on this podcast right now is Seattle. Of all places, Seattle. It was like Seattle to New York. I was like, what in the world is going on here? Apparently, there's a bunch of you you guys that are there that are just pretty much tired of the bullshit that happens in those 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 crime ridden cities. And you actually want to listen to somebody speak something that's that's <laughs> half decent that's going on. But anyway, here here in LA, uh, this is pretty good too. This this is this is gonna get some of y'all fired up. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to play a clip for it here in a second, but there's a California superintendent who was apparently not sure there was an, they had an Antifa teacher. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but Project Veritas exposed them. I don't know if you guys knew who they are. They go around and they expose a bunch of shit that goes on behind the scenes. And I think that, I don't know how they do it, but they do a phenomenal job of it. And I got to, I got to give them props because somehow they infiltrate all these, these, these people and they know how to get to them. And then they record them. They record him saying really dumb shit, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and just play the clip of the dumb shit that they've said. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you... Scare the fuck out of them. And I do it for extra credit, so they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. And I've, I've had, like, students show up for, like, protests, community events, you know, tabling. When they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Like, I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that, and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. So I want to point out a few things there. I'm, I, I know you guys can't see it visually, but I I'm, I'm, was watching it. So inside the classroom, he had an Antifa flag. He also didn't just have an Antifa flag. Next to it, he had a gay pride flag. There's no American flag in there. And it's so ironic because this does. I was talking about yesterday and the day before, there was a teacher in California that was making a teacher's pledge allegiance to the gay pride flag. She took the American flag down because it made her feel uncomfortable. But this guy's students tell him, hey, that flag makes me feel uncomfortable. And he just says, well, that means you're a fascist. This is this is the crazy, crazy left. This isn't like the normal left. I know a lot of people realize or want to put these people in the same categories. It's it's not. You have you have like your left and then you have your right. And then you have your extremes of both sides of that. And this is definitely the extreme. But the crazy thing is, is I know that the normal left, they they don't they don't look at these people and they don't think that they're really that bad because they don't really go against anything that they, they believe in. So they kind of just let him be, you know what I mean? But when the school board found out, uh, or the district found out, they said that they wish that someone would have spoken up about this earlier. And if they did, we need to apologize. We need to find out how to fix that. that. That's the other crazy thing. So you have Project Veritas is having to actually out this when kids have, I, I, I'm going to make the assumption that someone had, had to have said something about it because right now it says right here that the district's internal probe turned up evidence of a professional conduct violations going back as far as 2018. 2018. Some of it, he said, was subtle enough to avoid suspicion during classroom observation in the past. How could you walk in as, as being a principal or just another teacher or really anybody and you see the flag on the wall and that, that right there should tell you, holy shit, we probably should turn this guy in for something. Who the, what the fuck are you? What, like, 
you can't you can't walk into a classroom as a like a, a sound mind adult like a like a like a of clear mind and look at it and say holy shit that something's not right here and then after i probably i would assume having to having a conversation with this guy you probably realize holy fuck this guy's a a nut job. This guy is absolutely fucking insane. He was sending his kids to these protests and right-wing protests to go against them and whatnot for extra credits. For for extra, this is a guy that's teaching classrooms. He said he has 180 days to indoctrinate kids. That's what he used his his classroom as. It literally says at the very beginning of the video, "I have 180 days to turn them talking to the students into revolutionaries." Come on now, and that's taxpayers' dollars. They're literally. The California taxpayers are paying this guy to turn his kids or their kids or who's ever kids into revolutionaries for Antifa. Can I also ask a question? Is California the only state that has gay pride flags inside of the classrooms? I don't, I really, that's got to be a thing because this is the, the second story that's came up this week and it's literally the second, second classroom that had a gay pride flag in it. Like in it. It's fucking weird. So they had a school board meeting about this and there's some videos online about it. I'm not going to watch them right here, but the, the main guy that was in charge, he said we were only supposed to give people 20 minutes to speak. The board made a decision that they wanted to hear people out. And it was time went on, the energy in the room increased, and then when it reached a point that was no longer safe, they ended the meeting. So the, so the parents were so furious over this that they showed up to school board meeting. And I can only imagine. I, I've been in situations where I've gone from zero to 100 pretty quick. It happened the other day at Best Buy, not going to lie. I left the camera there to get replaced. A little side note story here. One guy left the camera to get replaced, and uh, I came back, and apparently it was past their 90-day period. I travel a lot, as you guys do know. And they said they recycled it. They recycled my camera. Yes, you're hearing this correctly. It was a $4,000 body of a camera, and then it recycled. And I asked the guy behind the counter, I said, so you're telling me I was gone for just 91, 92 days, whatever it was, and you recycled my fucking camera? <laughs> I, I was like, what the? You, you recycled it? He's like, yes, because you didn't answer your phone. I said, how the fuck? How do you know you even I got in contact with me? Anyway, long story short, they recycled my body and my camera. So I know what it feels like to go from zero to a hundred real quick. That happened last week. Also, side note, why the hell didn't just sell the camera? Why they had to recycle it? <laughs> I wouldn't have been as bad if they just would have sold it. Like, no, we misplaced it. We sold it on accident. We got a couple grand for it. Uh, here, we'll help you. Here's you going to get another one. No, we just, we, we sent it off to get recycled. You know, need, it turned into a Coke can. Fucking most expensive Coke can I've ever seen. So as you guys do know over the last week or two, Biden's pretty much botched everything in front of him. And next is the the fact he's most likely not going to do anything for the survivors of Hurricane Ida. Because you know Ida ripped through, I'm sure everybody knows this. Terrible floods up in the northeast, ripped through Louisiana, destroyed a ton ton of stuff. And I currently as I'm 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 recording this, 43 people have been reported dead from the storm itself. And Biden did say that his uh, message to the people of the golf course, this is directly from him. <clears throat> So here's Biden. He says, uh, we are here for you and we're making sure the response and recovery is equitable so that those hit hardest get the resources they need and are not left behind. So this wouldn't this would this would hold some some weight to it probably a month ago or a month and a half ago, because it wouldn't be that big of a deal for a president to to come in and send resources in the United States. I mean, we're talking it's really not that big a deal for him to do that, right? I mean, he just puts federal grant money, some federal money aside. They pay contractors to come in, they clean it up. And that's pretty much what he does. He doesn't really have to do anything himself. I mean, let's be let's be fucking let's be really honest here. He doesn't really have to do anything. He just says, yes, get it done. And then 200 other people get it done. But I mean, these words are pretty much empty because he, he said the same thing about everybody in Afghanistan literally seven days ago. He says, we will not leave you behind. 
And that's literally what he tells the people of Ida. We will not leave you behind. These are fucking, these are empty words. And uh, a gentleman named Mark Meadows actually blasted him pretty good about it. He said, Joe Biden told hurricane survivors they won't be left behind, which would be comforting words had he not said the exact same thing last week. Literally exactly what I said. And then he turned his back, leaving hundreds of Americans behind in Afghanistan. Now, that's pretty fucking, pretty accurate. Is it not? Ugh. And just as you would think, he would, he would said some shit like, we want to express my heartfelt thanks to the first responders and everyone work, working through the night and well into the morning to save lives and get power back. There's a lot of damage I made clear to the governors. My team in the Federal Emergency Management, FEMA, is on the ground ready to provide all assistance that's needed. Like I told you guys, these are just literally just fucking talking points for him. I mean, as of right now, if you guys know this, but he is absolutely taking a dump in the polls. I'm talking a major dump. We're talking, you just had the best hole-in-the-wall Mexican food in your entire life type dump. Like, just straight runnage, flowage coming out. And it's probably sending a bit of the Dem- Democrats into a little bit of a panic, to be to be honest with you, because his approval rating has slid all the way down to, thir- uh, excuse me, 40, 43%. I read one yesterday, it was 36. It wasn't as trusted as this one, so this one's 43 that's a drop of six points in a single month, and his disapproval has uh, actually shot up, so you want that to go down, but it's actually shot up seven points and is now 51%. What's killing them, though, what's, what's really killing them is the independents, the people that are kind of in the middle. You know, the right, the people on the right, the Republicans absolutely despise them. I mean, I think it was like 80-something percent, 82%, yeah, right here. Not even despise them, they hate them. 82% of Republicans hate Biden. Okay. Not super shocking. But the big thing is, is 41% of people said they strongly disapprove of the job Biden is doing while just 19% approve. That's pretty bad. So if you have an entire country, 19% only say that? 19? And that's between right and left? That's that's a pretty telling number right there in itself. So the big, the big thing that they're worried about, though, is in Gallup's polling history, presidents with job approval ratings below 50% have seen their party lose 37 House seats on average in midterm elections, which is coming up next year. That compares with an average loss of 14 seats with the president's had approval ratings of about 50%. So the big thing about that is midterms. Why do you think they keep coming up with these January 6th stuff? Uh, I haven't really talked about it much on this thing, but they just subpoenaed everybody from Congress, um, which is kind of crazy because from what I know, I'm not a lawyer. From what I know and what I've read and what I've, I've listened to, I was listening to Dan Bongino talking about it yesterday, is they're actually not even legal. Apparently, those subpoenas that they've been sending out are actually can only be used for legislative reasons, and they're not. So basically, they're just trying to create a bunch of hype uh, so they're scared to, to run in the midterm elections, which is kind of crazy to think about, but it's not far-fetched. I, I'm not going to talk about it much. This, this, this kind of podcast, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not smart enough to be one. There's guys out there like Shapiro, for instance. Some of the things that he talks about, I, I don't, I can't even, I don't even understand, and, and or even fathom. Sometimes he loses me because he's like, so he's so damn smart. I have no idea what the hell the guy's even talking about when he's talking about Texas abortion laws. Holy shit, that is a, that is a hole that I don't even want to go down because I don't understand it. All I know is I read it and it says you cannot have an abortion after six weeks. All right, well. How'd they come to that conclusion? Well, you're going to have to ask somebody else because right now that is, he dives into that shit deep and that's not, that's not really my forte. So if you guys want to know about that stuff, you have to go over there. I, I, all I know is that's a huge thing that's going on right now and I'm not really privy to explaining in the exact details. I know that he put something out yesterday that was an hour long that is talking about it and it lost me 10 minutes into it. I was like, holy shit, this guy, this guy dove deep. But I do know a lot of stuff about this, what I'm about to speak about and this is pretty much... This this is this is something that's never going to stop. So I told you guys, told you all, told you all, told you all weeks ago, a month ago. If you guys are following me, you you guys know I've been saying this for a long time, especially when it comes to Afghanistan. 
you're going to have that place become a hotbed for terrorist activities and, and, and whatnot. But you're also going to have people that are going to spur up in, in, in random areas of the world, and they're going to want to be just like them. That is, that is a huge problem. And, of course, yesterday, actually it wasn't even yesterday, it was a couple hours ago, New Zealand authorities say Islamic terrorists stabbed six at a supermarket, but thank God he was shot. But this has actually happened. A Sri Lankan national was known ISIS supporter, the country prime minister said. So that's the other thing. If they know this is a known ISIS supporter, like how many of these are in America or how many of these are in Canada or how many of these are in Europe? Like how many, are, like what is going on in Afghanistan? What's going to make them want to go out and do stuff like this? Authorities newly say they shot and killed an Islamic terrorist on Friday afternoon within 60 seconds, within 60 seconds of when he started stabbing people at a supermarket so they shot and killed this 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 piece of shit within 60 seconds of him starting stabbing people and he still stabbed six people of the six people stabbed three were in critical condition one was serious and two were in moderate condition according to a news outlet over there in new zealand the man is a Sri lankan national was known isis supporter and was being followed around the clock prime minister uh, the prime minister said over there and which is kind of crazy i guess maybe that's why they they got him so quick because he was being followed around the clock i don't know Apparently, this guy has had some stuff on his computer as well. So he was being watched after he was sentenced last month to one year of supervision. I, they're probably going to rethink this for the, all the other ones. For possession of ISIS propaganda, specifically a video of people being murdered. Yeah, I he, I don't know. How do, you, how do you do something like that? Oh, wow. This, this is even crazier. So the government actually had tried sentence this guy who stabbed all these people. They tried to they sentence them under the Terrorism Suppression Act, but they were denied. Yeah, I don't know. Told you guys that shit was going to happen, and it is happening. There's some good stuff that's going on. A group of veterans rescue hundreds of American allies, which is pretty awesome. That is still going on as of right now. Travis Peterson is a retired master sergeant in the U.S. Air Force, and he's helped a nonprofit called ARC Solace. Uh, and their entire mission is to protect and rescue Afghan allies and their families. So that's still going on as of uh, literally as of this morning. And he says, uh, we will keep going on as long as we can and as many as we can. Afghans fought side by side with me, saved my life numerous times, countless times, and I owe them this. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You see, you have you have literally nonprofits and veterans still out there doing the job that Biden and his administration should be doing, and has way more power and way more capabilities than we do as just normal civilians. And they're sitting on the fucking sideline doing absolutely nothing right now. They have actually rescued 200 to 300 people currently from Afghanistan. They've taken 200, 300 more. Uh, so there's still 500 American citizens that they have right now. Peterson, the guy that's running this entire thing, they have 500 American citizens still in Kabul who cannot get out and who are left behind by the government, not including, this is not even including the Afghans who assisted the United States for the past 20 years. They've coordinated, uh, the group has said that they've coordinated with other countries, including Sri Lanka and the Czech Republic, who have agreed to take Afghan refugees once they've been evacuated. I do give this guy props. He's doing a lot of stuff that he doesn't have to do. He's going out of his way to do stuff that he literally, he could be sitting here in America eating a nice, sweet, succulent, like a cheeseburger and hanging out with his family, but he's stuck over there having to do the job the Biden administration should be doing. It should be doing. Like, they should have got done. Should have been done two weeks ago. Man, some of the shits is just fucked. Did you guys know a, a, a judge blocked an unvaccinated mom from seeing her son? This is also another, another thing that I'm, I'm reading. I'm actually seeing this one on the Daily Wire right now. The case, Rebecca, Rebecca Furlitt is a mother of an 11-year-old boy who lives in Chicago. Another one of those cities that is just absolutely fucking, I'm going to use the word bonkers. I don't even know if I've ever used that word. But I say one of those cuckoo fucking weird cities. So this is even more crazy. You guys want to know some crazy shit? This is... How much power you you guys say that you want to stuff from the government? This 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 is when you don't want the government that power. Mother of an 11 year old boy in Chicago, she was apparently in August. She was during a child support hearing via Zoom. The Cook County judge James Shapiro suddenly asked, "This is the most random fucking thing to ask. Why would you even ask this?" She asked her, or excuse me, he asked her, 
if she had been vaccinated against COVID-19. When she said she had not, the judge stripped her of all visitation rights. Me being a parent, I would go, I would go ape shit if some judge decided to take my visitation rights away from my daughter because I didn't get a vaccine. Why? Who's what? What the fuck? And, and to make it even worse, she said that her doctor had advised her against it because she's had adverse reactions to other vaccines in the past. So not only was she told not to get it, but then now she can't see her son because she was told not to get it. And you have some asshole sitting on a bench that has that's wielding a fucking hammer, thinks that she's got. Or he's got too much fucking power. That's that's wild to me. I don't know. I'm not against the vaccine. I'm not really a big thing, and I, I don't I don't really know if masks work. I don't think anybody really actually physically knows if they work. My big thing with me is I got vaccinated because I wanted to travel, and I got Moderna. I got the the two jab thing. I got both of them. I'm also not really scared of vaccines. I've had when I was in the military. I mean, hell, I had typhoid, anthrax like four times with booster shots and. I don't, I, I've had so many random shit shoved inside of me. I've smallpox and, and, and all the hepatitis and everything, everything you possibly imagine I've had. Yellow fever, I don't even know. Honestly, I'd have to go look at my shot records. I've had a lot of shots in the military. And my thought process was, what is this one going to, what, what is one more going to do to me? I mean, I don't, I have no idea. There's 20 something, 100 million people that have got this thing. You know what? Let's just get it done and over with. I'm not really scared of it. I got the Moderna one. I know a lot of people that actually have it. And some people are advocates of it. I have a good friend, um, Dustin Connell, who was strongly, strongly against it. Strongly against it. Uh, about three months ago. And then he got this new strand of COVID and it put him in the hospital. And then it put him on oxygen. He's now just coming off oxygen like 45 days later. And now he's like, He's like, no, I actually think the, the vaccine is a good thing. So just, I, I think it also varies person to person. I don't think people really understand the whole COVID thing in the first place because his wife had it and nothing was wrong with her. I, I don't, I don't understand it personally. So anyway, there's that. But if you guys didn't know this, uh, you may not be able to go to movie theaters if you don't have a, a vaccine, by the way, because movie theaters are considering doing vaccine ma- mandates. This is coming out. The biggest chain just said this, implementing it. Like my, my question is, these businesses start mandating a vaccine. How are they going to regulate it when it comes in? Now you're going to create a market on the side for people to, to make fake vaccine passports, which I do know. I, I guarantee you, which I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to go to Google. You hear me typing. Fake vaccine cards. One day ago, woman arrested for fake vaccine card. New Jersey woman charged with selling fake vaccine card. Fake Vizerna Mac vaccine card sees woman facing a year in prison and $5,000 fine. Look at that. It took me literally two seconds to search that and that's what came up so when you do stuff like this you're going to create a market on the side i know for a fact that you can get a fake id in china and have it sent over for god's sakes why wouldn't they do fake covid vaccines and have them sent over not covid vaccines themselves but cards so weird <sighs> so i guess we'll move on to somewhere outside of the united states again uh, we're going to go back over to afghanistan here we're going to take a quick little short flight and we're going to talk about the fact that taliban say they're going to rely on chinese funds that's directly from the spokesperson of the taliban with the help of child tal oh my god find your words this morning need more coffee wait one with the help of china the taliban will fight for an economic comeback in afghanistan that's literally what their spokesperson said to an italian newspaper it said directly that we're relying primarily on financing from china following the withdrawal of foreign troops from afghanistan and the and its takeover of the country so you're telling me that a foreign force is going to be relying on another country for its for its money and for its financing so what does that make it? Does it make it uh, its, its own state or does it make it a an entity of the of the Chinese government who is funding them? And he goes on to say that China is our most important partner and represents a fundamental and extraordinary opportunity for us because it is ready to invest and rebuild our country. That is to me, it's it's almost like 
China sees the value in Afghanistan from a different perspective than what we've seen it. They see it as in, they see the minerals and all that stuff. They want to build a roadway to go all the way through. I, I did a little research on this uh, about a week ago. On They're trying to basically build a road from China through Pakistan and Afghanistan just for trade routes and shit like that. But they want all the, the resources. They want to get all the resources, all the natural resources out. That's what they see. What Americans saw when we took it over, which it's kind of ironic because a lot of people in America think we went there for oil. And when I see those comments and, and those people trying to say that, I don't want to say that you're an idiot, but you sound really fucking stupid because I've been all over that country and we 100% were not there in oil or for oil. Excuse me. I know specifically when I was there that there was mining going on and it was done by Chinese and they had their own security up in the mountains. Like I do know that. I do know that was going on. Um, I, w- I don't, I'm not going to get into that because I don't know any more details other than that. <clears throat> but I always found it very, very interesting that people in America are always saying, we're, well, we went to these wars to get oil and, and fucking get... No, we were there to stop terrorism like we, were, like we did. We smothered it and it didn't really happen for how long. It wasn't a big thing. But guess what? A few days after, we already have more ISIS attacks in other countries and they're going to continue to spread like a fucking cancerous specimen that they are. Just scum of the earth. They're going to spread. It's going to happen. Oh, look. I, I didn't even see, look, they're talking about, they call it the new Silk Road. There it is. That's literally the thing I was just talking about. This is what he's talking about. He said the new Silk Road, an infrastructure in- initiative with which China wants to increase its global influence by opening trade routes was held in high regard by the Taliban. There are rich copper mines in the country, which thanks to the Chinese can be put back into operation and modernized. In addition, China is our past to market all over the world. Man, this this can go even even more. It's not even a conspiracy at this point because if you let them get a foothold into the world market with their copper and their minerals, that just gives them more funding to do more terrorist shit. So that's why I keep like when people say it was a twenty year endless war, it was not a twenty year endless war. We were there to stop shit like this from happening, and now this is going to happen, and we're going to have to deal with it five years, ten years from now. It's going to be a fucking major issue. We're going to have Iran squared. It's going to be another Iran. That's even more fucking crazy. See, this is this is fucking wild. Why are they doing this? United Nations chief Antonio Guterres warned of a looming humanitarian humanitarian catastrophe in Afghanistan and urged countries to provide emergency funding as a severe drought and war have forced thousands of families to flee their homes. Oh my god, it's terrible. It's crazy. They're gonna end up giving money to the Taliban indirectly through giving funds to Afghanistan. That there's no government in Afghanistan. How are they gonna provide humanitarian aid? When they're not allowed in there, because they're gonna be beheaded or killed. God, I'm, I'm, I don't even, I'm lost for words on this. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna end well. And they go on from that. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Let's go ahead and check off the Taliban rely heavy on Chinese. There's heavy clashes are erupting between Taliban and anti-Taliban groups in Afghanistan, Pangaea province. I told you guys yesterday while I was filming that's going on. And I'm gonna tell you right now, as I'm filming this right now, the same thing is going on. There's literally a group in. The Panjir Valley in the in the excuse me the Panjir Province the 100% are fighting as we sit here and and I'm drinking my morning coffee, looking at a beautiful sunrise. There's men who are fighting against a bunch of other fuckheads who are trying to maintain their their land and to to, to keep their freedom that we just shit all over. I'm not gonna get too too far in depth in this, but I'm I, I know for a fact uh, earlier on Thursday in NRS the National Resistance Force. That's the ones who are fighting the Taliban right now in the Panjir Valley. They said an audio message that Taliban has lost 40 of their forces. They've killed 40 Taliban members over the last, this last week or so. And said Thursday, the Taliban had also lost a number of heavy equipment and, and weaponry that has been destroyed, which is good. And I've told you guys, and some of you guys, maybe I've shed some light on that the shit that we gave them, the, the Humvees or whatever that was left behind, 
Which, you know, I was thinking about, like, this actually crossed my mind when I was uh, driving yesterday up here. I was thinking to myself, why in the world didn't we just shoot the tires out to the Humvees? Or why didn't we just stab them? Or why didn't we just pop all the tires of the Humvees before we left? That literally would make them inoperable right then, instantly. I didn't even think about that until I was driving up. Like, you would put them online and just send rounds through them. Just right through all the tires. Pop them all. Now they have nothing. Now they have these huge, heavy Humvees that I know for a fact they're never going to be able to move. They would have been left in place. And they would still be there. I know this because there was tanks on the side of the road from when I was there that the, the Russians had left that hadn't even been moved. They would literally just stripped it, all the stuff they could possibly strip it for and sold it. That's what it would literally would have happened. They would have taken the doors off. Some kid in, in, in the Panzer Valley would have a Humvee window stuck in his, his house. That, that's literally what it would have been like. Like, I don't know why we didn't pop all the tires. That's a, another random thought, but hopefully the Panzer Valley, the, 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 the National Resistance Force up there will actually do some damage in, and put a pretty big dent in the Taliban's morale. So if you guys did not know this, there's been some uh, reports coming out, quite a bit actually, that say that Afghan women uh, reported were forced into marriages to flee the country meant the Taliban takeover. So when the Taliban takeover was going on, apparently there was men, like random men, would say that they were married to a woman so they can get on a flight to leave. And they don't know exactly how widespread this is, but it says right now that the State Department knows about it, in which women and girls were forced into marriage and or arrived with a male partner posing as their husbands to be eligible for evacuation. Yes, I'm going to make the assumption that they were trying to get as many women and children out of there, but they would take a family, so they would force them into a marriage so they can get on a flight to leave. Now that makes you wonder how many of those people are actually ISIS and or Taliban or anything like that. Let that sink in. There's another thing that's going on. I'm not going to go too far into that, but that's I'm sure that's going to come out even more so as this goes on, because this is just a fucking shit show. It'd be even more crazy. It's a fact, like I said, you go on either one of these sites, you guys can go to Daily Wire, CNN, Fox News. Daily Wire is pretty much in the middle. Um, they're not, they're, they're more right, but they're definitely not crazy. But if you go on like CNN and Fox, the two that I always want to utilize for these kind of things, you look at them and you just, you just put them, put them both up on your screen and you guys look at the headlines for each one of them. They both have a political agenda. But the crazy thing is, is nobody on CNN, there's no articles right now about Biden's transcripts, which that's another giant fucking thing that I talked about yesterday. And I don't, if, I don't even know why that's not an impeachable thing. That should be an impeachable offense by itself. If the last one was a peach on it, but it'll never pass. That's why they're so worried about 2022. That's why I was always talking about earlier. They're so worried about 2022 due to the fact that if we take control again, like if the Republicans take control again, then yes, he will be impeached and then he's going to have to lawyer up. That's why 2022 is so, so important. And that's why they want to keep, they keep tabs on these poll numbers because of that fact. But Fauci's uh, saying that there's another code variant that is not an immediate threat to Americans. I want to let you guys know it's not an immediate threat. It's a moo, whatever in the act, whatever that means. We're keeping a very close eye on, he says. Thank you, Fauci, for protecting the world. If this son of a bitch wore a cape, he is the present day Batman. Fucking Fauci. He says the variant is a constellation of mutations that suggest that it would be evade certain antibodies. So this this other strain is called the Mu Mu. That's all it is. It's Mu strain. I don't know if this is going to be something that's going to be coming out every four weeks. There's another strain of this thing. But he said that during his brief that he said it would not be surprised at all if three doses are required for Americans to be fully vaccinated against coronavirus. This is the other thing that keeps going on. Yes, I got the two, but do I want to keep getting? Do I want to get a third? and a fourth, and a twelfth, and an eighteenth. So as I read more through the article, pretty much he's just continued to say that 
in his in his years and his vast years and knowledge of being an immunologist that you need to have three doses. I I I'm trying to think back of all the shit that I've had, and I do know that I mean anthrax I had the main shot, and then I had I think I had a booster every four months or three months or six months. I don't remember. And those ones hurt like hell. But I don't remember getting boosters for anything else. I'll just get them and that was it. But I guess you're not immune for life. I don't have no, I have no idea. What does he have to gain from it? That's my, my main question. So that, that's the other question I ask myself. So if he says I need a third, what is he gaining from me getting that third? Other than just getting on news and talking. But this is the other reason why I said do you even need a third? Because survey now says that more than 80% who are 16 years and older already have an immunity. That's the fucking other crazy thing. So they're saying that 60 or excuse me, 80% of 16 years or older uh, Americans already have an immunity, have some level of immunity, mostly through vaccination and blood donations is where they get this. Um, I guess this is where they're getting their, their survey from is from blood donations. The survey was led by the CDC that also indicates about twice as many people have been infected with the virus as have been officially counted. More than 39 million Americans have been diagnosed with coronavirus convection. So that means if 39 million have been officially done, so we're looking at 80 million people, roughly. 80 million. But this is also one of those kind of articles that is pushed in the very far back. Like I had to click on an article and this wasn't even the headline. I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and then found this down down near the middle not not near the bottom but in the middle it said that they worked with 17 blood collection organizations working in all 50 states plus dc puerto rico test blood covering 74 percent of the population in the end they tested about 1.4 million samples and this is how they came up with this i mean 1.4 million samples is quite a bit in july 2020 before any vaccine was available 3.5 percent of samples carried antibodies of covid19 that rose to 11.5 percent by december so you're looking at from what is that July to December? So you're looking at about six months. You had an increase of eight percent. But then you're looking at hey, by May, eighty-three percent. Eighty-three percent by May. That is like four months, five months later. Eighty-three percent of the samples had antibodies of the virus. Most of them from the vaccination. I don't know why that one's not speak being spoke about even more. And that one seems kind of kind of like a big deal. But I guess that's one of those kind of things that they were to put this. 80% of Americans 16 years or older have an immunity. If they were to put this as a headline, I, I would guarantee it's going to stop people from getting vaccinated. And right now, there's a highest, the highest number apparently ever there's been since the beginning of the vaccinations. Um, since they said that whenever they stopped the Johnson & Johnson, which killed the vaccination rate. I, as I scroll through this, I mean, there's a ton there's a ton of other stuff on here, though, which doesn't really make sense because if 80% of people are vaccinated, it says that COVID-19 hospitalizations are remaining very high. I don't know. I don't think anybody fucking really understands this, to be honest with you. I got a couple more things I'm going to talk about. One of them is a pretty big deal. I think it's a big deal. I feel bad for all you people that are living in Australia listening to this, which I do know that we have a pretty large Aussie fan base, actually. Um, I think 15, 15, 16, 17 percent of viewers and listeners are actually from Australia. But if you guys did not know this, they actually came up with a an app. I don't think it would fly in America. To be honest with you, I don't even know how it's flying in Australia. Australia seems like a island version of America, like a, just a floating out there version of America is what it seems like to me. It's always seemed like that to me, at least. But if you guys don't know this, I'm just going to read this verbatim from the article. This was sent to me, by the way. So the government of South Australia is one of the country's six states developed and is now testing an app as Orwellian as any of the free world to enforce its quarantine rules. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. The state will text them at random times, and thereafter they will have to respond. That is right. They will have 15 minutes to respond and take a picture of their face in the location they are supposed to be. Should they fail, the local police department will then be sent 
to follow up in person. Let that sink in. That's like some World War II shit. And, well, high-tech version of that. Like German type. You know what I mean? Like going door-to-door looking for, for the Jewish people. Like that. literally what this is. We don't tell them how often or where they have to be. It is on a random basis, and they have to reply within 15 minutes. Premier Stephen Marshall, whoever Premier Stephen Marshall is, he explained, I think every South Australian should feel very, very proud that we are in the national pilot for the home-based quarantine app. That's fucking asinine. They tell me these people are going to be basically put on house arrest, and you have to take a photo, and if you're not in the location that you say you are, within 15 minutes you're going to be fined or arrested, or what's going to happen? My, my question is, what, is your, what if your phone's dead? What if your child's on your phone playing YouTube in the bathroom? Or, like, what, what if you're in the bathroom taking a shower? What if you're taking a, a number deuce in the woods and you left your phone in the truck? What the fuck is going on in Australia? Did you guys know this as well? That in Sydney, Australia, there's been more than 5 million people who have been in lockdown for more than two months. Melbourne, the country's second largest city, anti-lock protests were banned. Oh my God. I had no idea this was going on in Australia this bad. I've seen the protests, but I had no idea that it was like literally this bad. This is pretty bad. You guys in Australia are just being, this is, fuck, they're taking complete control of y'all over there complete control people in america think that our government is trying to control us you guys are having to download apps to tell you exactly where you the government's going to know exactly where you're at oh i, I didn't even touch on this because it was at the beginning of the article did you guys know that they're prohibited to leave the country this is the other thing you guys know that the nation's highest court struck down a challenge to countries their covid19 restriction that's also in australia they say that it may be accepted that the travel restrictions are harsh it also may be accepted that they intrude upon individual rights it ruled, but Parliament was aware of that. Until last month, Australians who are residents of foreign countries were exempt from the rules so they could return to their residence. But the government tightened the restrictions further, trapping many of them in the country. I don't even know if you guys knew this, but they couldn't even leave. It's been forbidden that it's citizens from leaving the country. That's the same exact restrictions that North Korea has. And that was happening in Australia, or it is, is happening in Australia. Like, they can't even leave their fucking country. Oh, God. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that, but I'm going to end it on a funny note. I'll tell you guys right now. This, 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 this is a good note. I like this. I'll save this one at the very end. China, our favorite place in the world, banned non-masculine men from being on TV. So it was this last week. So you have Australia doing shit that North Korea does, and now clearly China. And now you have China is banning non-masculine men from TV. And this last week, they also banned kids from playing more than three hours a week of... How, I don't even know how you regulate that, but somehow they're doing that banning them from playing maybe there's a timer maybe they have to sign in online and they only get so much i don't know anyway they only get three hours a week to play video games and now they're banning non-masculine men from tv this this is what this is what it says literally exactly from the article or from china excuse me literally from china broadcasters must resolutely put an end to sissy men and other abnormal aesthetics the TV regulator said the regulations are reportedly designed to vigorously promote excellent Chinese traditional culture, revolutionary culture, and advanced socialist culture. Furthermore, vulgar internet celebrities are not to be promoted. So basically, if you're an internet celebrity in China, you are, you're done. Like, I wouldn't be able to have a platform in China. Like, just because I, I make podcast, like, you can't do anything. Or not just podcasts, but YouTube videos. You're done. It's over. If you, if you, don't, if you don't form to exactly what they want, you're out. Yeah, starting on Friday. So tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, minors will have limited to three hours of online gaming per week. And three hours can only be played on weekends during specific time slots. Holy shit. Man, if you guys thought you had it rough in here in America, 
If you thought your life was rough, in America, they're paying you to stay home. Do fucking nothing. And then in, and if you live in, in, as we know, as of yesterday, if you guys live in San Francisco, they'll pay you an additional three to $500 a month on top of that to not commit crimes. Let that sink in. New move to San Francisco. Be a part of their dream. I think it was like Dream Keepers. Dream Keepers movement. And you guys can get paid an additional 500 bucks. But if you want to move to China, no video games. If you're a man and you like to wear mascara, you are out. Don't even try it. So hope you guys have a good day. I'm going to get out of here. That's a beautiful morning. It's 823 and uh, it's a Friday and I really would like to go fishing. So hope you guys have a fantastic Friday and I will actually talk to you guys again this coming Monday. If you guys are new, please subscribe and hit the follow button, whichever one is here. And there's new videos, new podcast every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. Do love you guys. I'm out.